7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's John Hogue here, the other guy on the other podcast. And we're waiting for, it says Diane is connected, but I don't see her on the uh, control panel. Are you there, young lady? Hmm. Nope. Oh, no, Diana. Yep. Oh, no. Well, I guess this will be a good time then for me to tell people that you can find my good friend John Hoag's blogging at hoagwash.com. And Stacy blogs at uh, theothermccain.com. And really, Diana, if you're out there, ah, there you are. Now you've shown up. I do apologize. Um, I could not uh, properly connect via the, uh, via the app on the headphones and the mic. But- <laughs> Well, quickly hit it to with, my phone. <laughs> hit it with hit it with a bigger hammer if it uh, uh, breaks. It needs to replace. Well, how it, how's the weather down there in beautiful Valdosta, Georgia today? It is cold. It started cold and it's getting colder. It's like forty three right now and dropping like a stone. <laughs> oh, that global warming! I tell you. Well, you had some you had some excitement. In Valdosta uh, this week, a police chase. I'm reading from the Valdosta Valdosta Daily Times. Uh, A police chase aided by a county canine unit resulted in the arrest of a man wanted in a 2021 killing, police said Monday. At 1.52 a.m. Monday... Oh, my goodness. I I, Mm -hmm. I bet you were hearing sirens in the wee hours. A 911 caller reported his vehicle stolen from Lakeview (laughs) Drive. Yep. At about 2.20. Is that a nice neighborhood, Lakeview Drive? Uh, Depends on where on Lakeview Drive you are. But, yeah, generally speaking, it's really nice. Well, at about 2.20 a.m., an officer spotted the car on the... 2200 block of Barack Obama Boulevard at an intersection. (laughs) Yes. The car headed south. A chase ensued and the car wrecked along the 800 block of East Jane Street. The driver (sighs) and a passenger ran a Lowndes County Sheriff's Office canine unit helped track them down. Um, Mm -hmm. Both the mm-hmm. driver and the passenger are charged with felony theft by taking a motor vehicle, as well as mm-hmm. some other charges. I'm hearing oh, the yeah. boogie-woogie piano yeah. in the background yeah, for got, some reason. It, it got bumped up. Anyways, the driver identified as Quintavious Washington, 
20 of Valdosta is also charged with dun, 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 felony murder and aggravated assault in connection with a homicide uh, that took place on July 19, 2021 in the 700 block of East Park Avenue. So, mm-hmm. so it's just yeah. a regular thriller down there in Valdosta. You know, um, I woke up for that one. There were like, I think they rolled out two or three uh, vehicles, three uh, cars from the, uh, apart Ho-ho. from the department down here. Um, but we've had a whole bunch of of cha- of uh, rollouts this week. I don't know what's going on. It's like everybody's gone nuts or something. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the crazy people are dangerous uh, <laughs> after a while. But it's uh, now time where on the schedule for the show, I'm supposed to rant about football. Go for it, Stacy. And I'm sure everyone down in Valdosta is celebrating, <laughs> of course, because on Monday night, the Georgia Bulldogs stomped the ever-loving crap out of the TCU Horned Frogs in Boy, the Nash- College Football National Championship game. Well, they did yes. do better than Vanderbilt against Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> 65 to 7. <laughs> Oh. Um, at least they scored. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think I, that was a mercy. I think they let them do that. Yeah, it, it, everybody who was watching that game, it was like by halftime, man, it was over. It, and oh, uh, yeah. uh, Georgia uh, looked just incredible. What happened there, of course, is that the wrong team mm. won the other side of the playoff because Michigan choked against TCU. And I, and, you know, maybe they would have choked against Georgia too, but I don't think they would have choked sixty-five to seven bad. <sighs> but, the, but the real national championship game this year, where the was the previous game where uh, Georgia beat uh, uh, Ohio State, so they had the whole thing seeded wrong. And by the way, I want to point out that the University of Alabama in their bowl game defeated Kansas State, which during the regular season handed TCU their only loss. But I'm not going to talk too much about that because there's pro football going on today from from, um, your former hometown, Diana. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, out in San Francisco, the 49ers are now leading uh, the Seattle Seahawks 38-7. to seven. Well, yeah. Something has to work out in that yeah. state. Something. 38-7 yeah, to seven in the, um, in the uh, uh, playoffs out there. And uh, San Francisco uh, won six games in a row to end the season with mm-hmm. an absolute rookie. At quarterback, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy, uh, who has set the league on fire uh, this year uh, in this playoff game against the Seahawks, Brock Purdy has already uh, completed 17 of 28 passes I know. for 324 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think there's going to be much contest for rookie of the year. Oh, by the way, did I mention that Brock Purdy was the last man drafted? The last you know every news 
every news outlet has been talking about that and how this how, this kid has been keeping his light under a bushel, evidently. <laughs> well, I, yeah, you know the uh, the um, uh, the 49ers coach. Uh, I can't call his name. Is it Mc, McVeigh? What's his name out there? What's the I think it's McVeigh, but yeah. I don't pay much attention to uh, football anyway. I, I, so. Someone is going to have to tell me who the coach, anyways. But is but the. Uh, Coach out there is an offensive genius, and so mm. and so the uh, uh, Niners are rolling, and I think it's going to be the Niners versus the uh, Eagles probably uh, mm. in the uh, AFC Championship game. So that is the football rant for today. <laughs> okay, well then we'll move along to stuff that's much less serious, mm -hmm. or at least the people act that way. Um, and this is one of those things where uh, I, I had a post uh, uh, this week, uh, nothing to see here, move along. NBC <laughs> News was reporting that only a second batch of classified documents had been found in one of uh, Biden's private offices that he had in between his uh, two government, <sighs> his last uh, government job and this one. Yeah, there are documents here. What? We're up to four. <laughs> well, we're, yes, we're up, up, up to four sets now. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. he just he just a scatterbrained old man leaving classified documents everywhere. Uh, yeah, and, and of course, this just torpedoed uh, a certain effort that we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, even though the Democrats are, are just out there flat out saying, yeah, but it's not the same. We did it like this time. <laughs> yeah. Except, <laughs> except nobody was saying that uh, we were talking secure, that Trump had secure compartmented information, which, yeah. by the way, how the heck do you actually absentmindedly take those? Yeah, I mean, uh, for those of you who may not have had a security clearance, uh, there are three official levels of security clearances, confidential, mm -hmm. uh, which almost anybody can get, secret, mm -hmm. which requires a serious background check, then top mm -hmm. secret. And then actually there are, there are classifications inside of top secret called yes. uh, sensitive information or compartmentalized mm -hmm. information. And for example... Uh, if I uh, would be briefed on something uh, that was compartmentalized, uh, then I could only discuss it with people who uh, were uh, also I knew to have been read in. Had the been read in. And mm -hmm. also could only do it in certain secure locations, uh, for mm -hmm. example, uh, depending on what it was, soundproof rooms. or back in, the, back in those days, they even worried about our electric typewriters being sniffed. And uh, we had mm -hmm. to use manual typewriters outside of a skiff. Uh, a mm -hmm. skiff is a, uh, basically secure uh, uh, information of, of a place. And so mm -hmm. uh, you, uh, you, know, you, you don't even take the documents out of the skiff without having mm -hmm. to log them out. It, it just, yeah. you know, this, 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 the, this story about uh, things just sort of kind of wandering about the premises, no. No. <laughs> just yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it. Uh, you know, I spent this week. Uh, I, I 
I I had the TV in my office on CNN and man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, well, Stacey. I I you know if you're wondering who their viewer is, it was me. I watch CNN, <laughs> so you don't have to. And and it's interesting. It's interesting that uh, uh, CNN has actually just you can see but tell by their long faces that this mm. doesn't make them happy because <laughs> they just knew that uh that finally aha we've got him they were going to send Donald Trump to prison uh <laughs> for cla- classified documents and whoops uh oh <laughs> Yeah, uh, didn't work out that way, did it? Nope. Well, no, nope. because Trump, well, when he had possession, took possession of the documents, was president of the United States, the sole person in the United States who uh, can uh, declare de- 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 declassify something on his own. Now, mm-hmm. like uh, there was a time when, uh, as an army officer, I could declassify certain things, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, uh, you know, it was inside of regulations, but the only person who by law can declassify something on his own is the president, not mm-hmm. the vice president. Yeah. And so what was the former vice president doing with all these Ukraine documents? Well, I mean, he certainly uh-huh. ran documents. He, well, and- he certainly had a security clearance. And for all I know, he had them in a skiff at the vice president's <sighs> residence. But uh, uh, they should have ought to stayed there uh, in there, he left yes. office, or he they should have been transported to another uh, appropriate location, or they should have just flat out gone to the archives. Yes, uh, yeah, in that in that box from the end of the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> it's like, well, anyways, but uh, I had an item this week. Uh, Democrats, it's different when we do it. <laughs> Uh, featuring some CNN uh, imagery there. And let us recall that the first we learned about issues with Donald Trump having presidential documents at his Florida estate was when the Justice Department sent dozens of FBI agents to raid (laughs) Mar-a-Lago three months before Election Day, just coincidentally. It was not until after the election, another coincidence, that Merrick Garland announced that the investigation of Trump would be handed over to a special counsel. And they appointed a notorious uh, 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 left-winger, Jack Smith. Who has a very, very good reputation uh, in terms of being a loser in the cases he brings. Well, well, he was uh, all in on the... uh, all in on the persecution of the Tea Party as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but 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 that's all right. Uh, Garland's also appointed a special counsel to investigate uh, the Biden docs. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, anyways, but uh, uh, so I'm just uh, all the coincidences uh, that pile up here is that it wasn't until after the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, right after Republicans took control of the House, um, uh, uh, yeah, the House majority, House of Representatives, that's when suddenly it's like, oh, by the way, Biden had some documents too, although they had been discovered two months earlier. 
you know, but they, they, for some reason, it just took them a while to bring this out. And so Merrick Garland has an appointed a special uh, special counsel. And the whole point of this is what? Well, typically it's the when the special counsel is appointed, that makes things not political. And mm-hmm. that means that uh, that, that, the, that uh, Congress forgoes uh, supervision of the Justice Department in the matter. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. And, and and so that basically t- it takes uh, basically the the, the way that having a special counsel uh, generally neuters the, uh, the judiciary committee's investigation of what the Justice Department is doing with respect to that. I don't think that's going to play. I think that there have been enough traditions cast aside that that one probably is going to roll right out with them. Especially since uh, this guy, the guy they've put in charge, her is um, he was involved with uh, Robert with Mueller's investigation. This is not. No, no. This well, is this is going to be just a, this is a whitewash, and we all know it. Yeah. In other words, the investigation is actually a cover up, which is oh, what yeah. the Mueller investigation. Well, was. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not. Yes, I mean, if. If the if he appointed somebody like Rudy Giuliani, then <laughs> maybe never mind. Rudy is is too old and too ill, but yeah, but you know what somebody I mean. like him. Yeah, yeah, I know who you what you mean. Well, the point is, is that if anyone with knowledge of this is called to testify <laughs> uh, before uh, Congress, right? Okay, when you know, because mm-hmm. now the whole point is that Congress, uh, that Republicans in the House now have the investigative power, including Mm -hmm. the subpoena power to compel testimony. So if any administration officials are asked about these documents, they can say, well, that's currently under investigation. In which case, all all Congress does, and I've seen them do, I've seen this happen before. I said, fine, we're in executive session, clear the room. Now answer the question and put it on the record. Mm -hmm. And and no, I can see Jordan doing that. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes some yeah. guts, though, and I don't think. I'm sorry. Does McCarthy have guts? That's well, I don't a know. Well, I don't know about McCarthy, but I think that you know Jordan, the guy who's taking over the uh, committee, uh, is uh, the Judiciary Committee does. Oh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it could be worse, you know. I'm not sure how, but it, worse can is always out there lurking. Um. We'll we'll discover we'll discover. Yeah. But um, well, I'm with Stacy on the whole cynicism front here. Oh well, there's no reason not to be uh, a cynic about things. For example, um, mm. uh, you know we have all this artificial stupidity. I mean, you know, artificial intelligence <laughs> uh, that is uh, uh, trying to run our lives now. And there was a, a I had a post called uh, AIs behaving badly. Um, those of you who've been following my blog, you know, I've had uh, the past few weeks this thing going on with Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. and I will talk about that in greater detail uh, later. But um, Neo uh, has a blog uh, that uh, is uh, on supported by Blogger, and, or runs on Blogger, and she had something that had been up for like, 10 or 15 years suddenly get flagged right <laughs> uh and uh she 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 reported that um you know something that had been on her original blog uh spot post 
and it's, it's still available. Got uh, if it's from May two thousand five, uh, is now considered uh, insufficiently sensitive, and uh, you know is, is being tagged uh, with a sensitivity warning. <laughs> By the way, Google owns Blogspot. Yeah. So. You know. By the way, what goes on with that, and this is how I lost my AdSense, by the way, if mm. you just want to know, uh, is, is that what happens is that uh, the left will constantly report you, right? Mm -hmm. And so, oh, my yeah. blog, so my blog spot had been sitting there unused for like four years. Uh, you know, I switched over to... Um, discus um, it, it, well no i switched over to wordpress mm -hmm. format uh sometime in 2009 i think it was but anyways but the point being um uh the point being that uh i had some stuff uh reported people would just report it right mm -hmm. and i had was no longer checking the email account that this mm -hmm. was uh uh, that that site was registered on. So what happened was is that I got flagged and didn't know it. And you mm. have like 30 days to appeal. And so they mm. just suspended my AdSense. Uh, and, no. oh, good luck trying to get them to, you know, find how to appeal this, you know. They, mm. don't, they you know, it just, it just pissed me off. It's just some nitpicky bullshit yeah. excuse my french but I but see it. this was in 2013 which was oh yeah just about the time we were going to court yeah oh, and I, I can imagine who was doing some of the uh, uh complaining the yeah, yeah yeah well I, well, we'll, I, we'll get to that in a bit yeah well it may <laughs> have been it may have been uh what uh, it may have been some of those uh free Kate people. I don't know if you remember the Free Kate. <laughs> yes, I remember Free Kate. I will never I, forget Free Kate. Your reporting on Free Kate is what beat me out of the uh, uh, blog uh, 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 award uh, when I was reporting on Kimberlin. Of course, oh, I remember what beat me. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, it's Caitlin Hunt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Hunt was the was. Uh, Stupid young uh, woman. Oh my goodness. Yes. The, she was the Rosa Parks of jailbait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on the other, on the other hand, even the people like uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, uh, you know, ha have to put up with this uh, nonsense as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you did a, a, a post on that. <laughs> this mm. Oh, did I? Oh, oh, wait, yes, wait, wait. Yes, you you're, did. You're, you're getting ahead of me here. Well, no, I'm not right on schedule. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, was, I, I didn't know. Yes. Okay. I, I, I Stacy, stop watching the football game. No, no, no. I was just checking the score. And by the way, the 49ers are now up uh, uh, 41 to 17. So it's yeah. a, uh, so uh, they will advance to the divisional round. So, but yeah, there's been all sorts of wonderful things falling out of. The, yes, the, the White files. House pressured Facebook to censor Tucker Carlson yep. on COVID, and I'm quoting here from an email sent by Rob Flaherty, <laughs> director of digital strategy at the White House. Uh, he <sighs> sent this uh, to 
looking to see who this is. Well, he sent it to someone at, at, at Facebook. Quote, since we've been on the phone, the top post about vaccines today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. Yesterday was Tommy Lauren uh, Laren saying she won't take one. This is exactly why I want to know what reduction actually looks like. If reduction <laughs> means pumping our most vaccine-hesitant audience with Tucker Carlson saying it doesn't work, then I'm not sure it's reduction. So you see what had happened here was oh, yeah. that uh, they had told him they're working to reduce uh, the uh, anti-vaccine message. And, and this was in, uh, let me look at, tell you when this was. This was in April of 2021. Oh, wait a minute. 15 days to slow the spread, followed by 30 days to flatten the curve. That's 45 mm -hmm. days. And I, I, as I recall, it started in March. So by oh, 2020, uh, that March was 2020. So by April of 2021, 11 months after all this drastic shutdown nonsense, right? They're still going, oh, well, he's causing vaccine hesitancy, you know? And, um, <sighs> and uh, again, I'm not a paranoid conspiracy theorist. I'm not anti-vaccines. No. I'm not. I'm not some kook. Uh, I'm not <laughs> paranoid, but I am a cynic, and I am a journalist. And I remember one of the maxims of journalism: follow the money. Money. Uh, well, not only that, but I remember that I didn't come down with COVID until my booster shot. Yeah. Well, the giant <sighs> pharmaceutical companies producing the vaccines had an obvious motive to maximize the number of people who were getting vaccinated without regard for their objective risk from COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. if you were healthy and under 40, even if you had natural mm -hmm. immunity because you'd already had COVID and recovered mm -hmm. from it, the message was everybody must get vaccinated. Yep. And, and this was even before they started this booster bullshit. And, oh, Omicron, uh, you got to get a new booster. Omicron. Not a chance. You know, and now they've got some new Omicron variant that they're trying to hype up, you know. And, yep. and you know, we were at CPAC, as I recall, in 2020, which was <laughs> uh, one of the first public events where it was known that someone carrying COVID was there. And it mm. was from someone with the Republican Jewish coalition. Me and my brother went and covered the Republican Jewish. We spent like two hours at this at, at mm -hmm. this event covering it. He's a, my brother's a photographer, and mm -hmm. and, and we very were good all one, at by this the way. thing. We were all at this thing and never came down with it. There was another mm -hmm. convention there at that facility at the same time. A bunch of ophthalmologists. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it this way, but the, their whole reaction to the COVID scare at that point was literally rolling their eyes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I have to relate this just because this is this is funny. My assistant, when um, one time rolled her eyes so hard that she hurt herself, 
So after that, she would do, rather than roll her eyes, she would pretend to take her, she would do a sort of like, I'm pulling my eyes out gesture, shake them in her hand and roll them down the, roll them down yeah, like dice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, That's well, how I feel. <laughs> well, you know, I'm one of these people who appreciates, um, uh, you know, the shocked faces and rolled eyes and all those wonderful things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Sarah, I mean, Sarah, I mean, Sarah Hoyt's is... eyes, uh, apparently, uh, on some of these things, she had to go oh. fetch them where they'd gone and rolled on. Rolled on. Ow, I rolled them right out of my head, right? <laughs> Look, I, you, it, it's by April of 2021, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. Florida, for example, had been wide open. Uh, for a you know, year, since, yeah, since well, almost a year. About yeah, about mean, August, right? Yeah, August you know, or September. By, well, by, 20. The way, by the way, I just want to say my daughter lives in Florida, yeah. and mm -hmm. she's had COVID twice. Okay, well, mm -hmm. right. Well, but the other thing is, by May of 2021, our Republican governor of our blue state had opened things up. I mean, even mm -hmm. Maryland had given up. But yeah. you know it's it, it, yeah. that but that's that's the example But you of, must get vaccinated. But see that's the example yeah. of, of 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 how the social media places especially Twitter which you know uh originally mm. billed itself as the uh uh free speech uh you know uh, the free speech, speech wing of the, the free, free speech, speech party. party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Was, uh, well, uh, you know um I've been having run-ins with him about uh, flagging uh, astronomy <laughs> posts with, uh, with <laughs> sensitive content warnings, uh, <laughs> and in uh, on this, I a week and a half ago or so, I sent them a cease and desist letter, which they did not respond to in a timely manner. So I have published the letter on my blog. Uh, I have, in fact, received. A response from them, and yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk about the my letter to them. You can read it on the blog. It speaks for itself. I'm all I will say about re the response from them is uh, I am evaluating it with counsel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's so you know, so there there because because your uh, astronomy posts our headlines star porn right mm -hmm. no no that doesn't have anything but to do with well it but that's well known yeah it's been they've been that way for 10 years and uh they are not consistent about uh uh tagging it so that's mm -hmm. not what's going on uh mm -hmm. uh so uh well i don't have anything else to say other than Stacy. We're at the bottom of the hour, and you need to talk about the yellow button. Aha! Uh -huh. Well, yes, okay. I, by the way, you know what I was doing? You know what got me distracted, by the way? I was checking to see if there had been any recent news uh, on on um, Caitlin Hunt. So that's, ah. that's what I mean. Uh, by the way, we're at the two-minute, inside the two-minute warning out in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, the Seahawks have, have just scored a touchdown. Yellow button. Yes, yes, yes. See, I'm trying to give the people value. <laughs> what they want. For, uh, give the people value for their money. Stacy, am I going to have to uh, take your laptop away now? Uh, no, Yellow no. button. Anyways, okay, folks, we have reached the shameless capitalism part of the broadcast. 
uh, podcast. I, it, p- podcast well, broadcast. Whatever. We are broadly podcast. We, yeah, we're broadly podcasting and also or podcasting broadly. Broads, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but let's not bring Diana into this. Meanwhile, <laughs> if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, Near the top of the center column, you will see a yellow button with the word donate on it. Uh, the Clicking the yellow button will take you to my PayPal account uh, where you can uh, contribute dollars, pesos, yen, uh, euros. Did I mention euros? Shekels. Uh, uh, just about any currency except Russian rubles uh, to help support uh, the podcast to help support the blog and, of course, to keep my wife happy because keeping my wife happy is job number one and she likes it when I make money off of this silly racket. Uh, <laughs> but uh, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. There in the sidebar on the right-hand side, is a tip jar icon. Click on the tip jar icon, and you'll be taken away to my PayPal account where you'll uh, be able to uh, donate to support Hogwash or the, this blog. Uh, either way, I will be very happy. You can also uh, shop at the Hogwash store. There's a link there for that. Uh, I get a cut of that action, obviously. And then if you use the Amazon shopping links that you'll find uh, at Hogwash, uh, and the other McCain, and lots of other great blogs around the world. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see that uh, Stacy has just unplugged his headphones uh, <laughs> uh, by tripping over the, the cable. Yes. And, uh, see, I need an engineer <laughs> from NASA to fix but just that. So, so, the, so to help uh, provide Stacy with the support he needs to uh, <laughs> make it through the podcast, please support us in various ways, especially we ask that you remember the five most important words of the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. Now, uh, that brings us to... Not the trip jar. Not the trip jar, though. No, no, no. That yeah. bring, that, that he, Stacy, by the way, was headed to the kitchen. We're, 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 oh. we're, we're, we're blogging from the dining room table. Yeah, and he and... was headed to the kitchen, I think, to get uh, uh, something else to... A sip on, by the way, which brings me to a. Are you pondering what I'm pondering that we had this week? Where uh, Pinky said, I think so, brain, but the cook was muttering something like Molon Flambe. <laughs> Bring on the fire. <laughs> oh, it's, it's stove time, is yeah, it? It's stove it time. Is. And safe cooking is. Uh, look, I'm not going to get into all the details of what's going on. Except to point out that I did a little bit of uh, searching online and I went to the National Institutes of Health website of where they have uh, mm-hmm. they have links to papers uh, that uh, deal with various topics. And I found one that related to the association between cooking over open flames and asthma. And uh, it was done by uh, mostly a group out of New Zealand, uh, but it was a a worldwide uh, 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 survey where they uh, talked to uh, the parents of of children, uh, 
uh, and uh, they monitored what happened to the kids uh, based on how their food was cooked. And apparently around the world, most people still cook over open flames of some mm. sort. Oh. Uh, and um, one of the things they found was that there was a positive uh, correlation between uh, living in a household where uh, cooking was done over open flame and childhood asthma, but no correlation when the fuel was natural gas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I. Well, no. Think about it. If you're if you're cooking over wood, if you're cooking yeah. over coal, if you're cooking mm. over dung, if you're even cooking mm. over kerosene. Yeah. Uh, this oh, is a wow. worldwide and thing. Makes and, your food smell and, weird. And 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 what they're what they're actually telling you is mm -hmm. that rural poverty uh you know comes with costs okay yes is that yes. is that poverty is not good okay and mm -hmm. what you're going to do by shutting down the fossil fuel industry is cause a hell of a lot more poverty by oh, the way yeah. have you tried to buy any eggs lately <laughs> Eight no. bloody dollars at uh, uh, at some markets. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 Heck but, of a job you're doing there. But by Joe the way, Biden. so you know, I found this information on the National Institutes of Health's website, nih.gov, mm -hmm. and it is work mostly uh, done out of New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Okay, the money behind it is from places like. Uh, uh, children's Health Research Foundations, mm -hmm. Glaxo Pharmaceutical, <laughs> uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, all the usual suspects, AstraZeneca, uh, uh, and uh, so, and it was originally published in uh, Lancet Respiratory Medicine, which is uh, one of the little sub brands of the British Medical Association's Lancet uh, mm -hmm. Journal. And so this goes. And, and and it turns out also that uh, the UCLA uh, survey that was done with the Sierra Club uh, mm. that is being used to push uh, things uh, 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 here in the United States, uh, the only significant uh, uh, citations I can find to it are studies that point out uh, how it's improperly structured and mm. not useful, uh, <laughs> not right? A, not a useful right. research. So hey, anyway, the only ahead. thing about safe cooking that I will uh, point out is that the picture that was released of Jill Biden cooking um, was a fine example of what you don't do in a kitchen. She was wearing loose puffy sleeves near uh, while uh while stirring a something over a gas stove i can oh only call God. that utterly brainless well, well well i mean if she's the brains behind the opera never mind no, let's not go there <laughs> no let's not but dr I, jill uh, uh, but anyway that 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 that's the other thing but uh of course, uh, you know. Then that, there's that... the family. Then there are family. Of, we've got to be kind to family members, but not all of them. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Prince it, Harry made the, 
Arizona book tour, y'all. And oh. I, I like your headline here, Stacey. Uh, the worst member of the British royal family since Richard III. But Richard III isn't the one I would... I would say Richard II if I was going to go with one of well, the Richards. Anyway, anyways, well, the well, princess well, well, in the tower could not be reached well, for comment. Well, but... Uh, I don't think he did that. But you, but, well, okay. so that... She just, she, but uh, Diana, you just, you just came up with what I was going to point out. Richard the Third has got a pretty bad reputation, but the second is there's some problems there. Uh, really, <laughs> uh, William the uh, Conqueror has got some issues. Uh, well, uh, Elizabeth well, and Mary didn't get along very well. Uh, eh, Charles could have been worse. Uh, well, well, Charles the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles the first and James second were both what I can only describe as political idiots. But yeah, but I'm saying it's not like there'd never been any stressors among his ancestors. Yeah. No. Well, they, I mean, the War of the Roses went on for how many years? You know, so uh, the solid sixty. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so anyways, the headline is Prince Harry, the worst member of the royal British royal family since Richard the third, which. Which led me to my uh, comment that, and I'm going to then I'm going to turn you loose. He's entitled to his winter of discontent, but I wish he'd keep it to himself. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, good uh, lord. Adam Carolla uh, posted a uh, picture of a bookstore window <laughs> with uh, Harry's memoir "Spare." Uh, contrasted with another book, How to Kill Your Family. I don't know there. But, uh, uh, but, but, the, but the point is, and I just want to throw this out there, okay? Uh, when Prince Diana gave birth to two sons, right? Uh, and, and everybody said, well, that's the heir and the spare. Okay? Mm -hmm. It was just a figure of speech. Okay? Yeah. And Harry seemed to take this personally, okay? <laughs> this is his phrase. When he grew up long enough to find out the air and the spare, once he became familiar with this phrase, uh, so it, it, it became a chip on his shoulder, apparently. Mm. And, and uh, uh, there's so many crazy things in this book. Mm. Um, but anyways, consider this. If it weren't for the prominence of his family, nobody would give a damn about Harry Windsor, which is to Very say true. all the respect recorded to any member of the royal family is based on their inherited dignity. Why mm -hmm. then would Harry go out of his way to trash his own family's reputation? Of course, we can blame that bitch Meghan Markle but what does it say about Harry that he would choose such a woman as his companion and join mm. her tacky talk show celebrity trip? My brother and I were riding to the store when I saw the latest headline about Harry and Meghan, which caused me to erupt in an angry rant. Tell-all memoir? What a damned idiot. Never trust anyone who speaks ill of their own family. Oh, your dad is a bum and your brother's a bum? Well, that nut don't fall too far from the tree, so I reckon you must be a bum, too. Tell all memoir my ass. Yeah, buddy, the stories I could tell if somebody paid me to write a tell-all memoir. At which point, my brother interrupted to remind me that he was driving. 
And if we were to get T-boned at the next intersection, a semi-truck <laughs> running into the passenger side of the Nissan, the cops would never doubt it was an accident, if you catch my drift. <laughs> but of course, this was merely a joke, because I would never in a million years think to write a tell-all memoir, given my own alleged role in various disreputable shenanigans. Sometimes I'm tempted to tell talk tales, but when I then I remember the Miranda warning, you have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the question is whether or not you have the wisdom. Okay, yep. well, anyways, <laughs> Harry is to the Windsor family what Fredo was to the Corleones. He's banging cocktail waitresses two at a time and defending Mo Green, so to speak. And where's the Royal Michael to issue the warning? <clears throat> Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Mm-hmm. Michael understood the value of loyalty, just like he understood the code of Omerta. And the Corleones knew how to enforce their distinctive Sicilian concepts of honor, which the Windsors don't understand, or else Harry would mm-hmm. be taking a ride to the airport with Clemenza. Yep. <laughs> if you're not a Godfather fan, you may not get that, but putting uh, a uh, take, take the uh, uh, cannolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the cannoli. Putting, yeah, yeah. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, mm-hmm. Putting aside fantasies of Harry getting whacked by a royal enforcer, isn't there a lesson here for us all? Only a fool would imagine he could benefit by bringing dishonor to his own family. Yet such fools are everywhere nowadays, mm-hmm. marching around in par- parades to protect proclaim how proud they are of their preferred perversions while denouncing their parents as bigots for not celebrating their decadence. Harry's reached the Iowa Hawk skin suit phase of degradation. And this is something famous that uh, Mm -hmm. Iowa Hawk blog uh, put up uh, a while ago. One, identify a respected institution. Two, kill it. Three, gut it. Four, wear its carcass as a skin suit while demanding respect. Hashtag lefties. <laughs> the British monarchy will survive Harry's disgraceful behavior and future generations will spit on the ground at mention of his name. Yep. Ta-da. Seldom Come do on. I read an entire post verbatim, but... I think that was that needed it. That was a that was an excellent rant and one with which I agreed uh, entirely. I don't really care very much about the about the royals, but I do have to say this. Um, it is absolutely revolting the way that Harry is behaving. Um, I I don't care about him, and I don't certainly don't care about the woman he married. But I would really like it if he would, if he, okay, you don't want to be a royal anymore, then shut up and go away. Yeah, well, you know, at least he could have, uh, if he decided uh, to leave the firm in that way, he could have mm-hmm. modeled his behavior on his great uncle, who yeah. abdica- had abdicated as king. For Wallace mm-hmm. Simpson. Yeah, and, and then who well. just kept in the background, mm-hmm. right, the entire rest of his life. Which you was know, sensible. And, and, and this is, but I am, 
You know, I have so often said, never trust anyone who speaks ill of their own family mm-hmm. for the reasons I've, I've just discussed. And and uh, it, perhaps it's because I'm a father of six and a grandfather of five, soon to be six, by the way. Oh, our, congrats. Uh, one of our daughters, uh, uh, Bob's wife, one of her daughters-in-law, is, uh, is uh, with child. And uh, expecting to deliver in May, so we'll be flying to Alaska in June. So wow! Uh, but but I, you know, as when I was young, of course, I was wild as hell. Speaking of uh, princes named Harry, um, <laughs> <laughs> this would be what the fourth was that Ooh. Harry the fourth or fifth. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, Henry I, fifth. I, I, I get my uh, my Roman numerals mixed up there. Uh, well, you know, okay. It, it, the the other play that you can think of is Falstaff. Yes. Right. I, I <laughs> love Falstaff. That was a great beer. But anyways, meanwhile, back at the ranch. This guy. Meanwhile, you're, you're supposed to be a theater major. Uh, yeah, I know. Know I, I know. But I I had I have a little. You know, I'm I'm getting old. But anyways, but the <laughs> but, but the. Uh, but I was wild in my youth, and it, it caused my father all sorts of headaches and heartaches. But mm. uh, uh, w- since I've gotten old, I bourgeois respectability. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, it's like a, a concept I'm I'm trying to you know pass along is that, <laughs> that you know one of these days, by God, mm. you know. Uh, you know, I, one of my kids or, or grandkids or, or somebody is going to amount to something, and and we ought to, you know, we ought to try to, you know, keep the family reputation uh, up there because we we don't want to. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes. On the other hand, uh, you had a interesting younger part of your. Well, let's just say your twenties were between years and twenties were. Um, of wild oats and interesting behavior. <laughs> On the other hand, at least you didn't I, blow anything up too badly. <laughs> or at well, least not, not were, that we you were prosecuted for. You know, when you were talking about ovens, I, I you, <laughs> you, uh, you would think about ovens, and I was thinking of the Mark Time Timer uh, for some reason. Mm. But, uh, but anyways, can you guess who won the court case of Brett Kimberlin? Versus United States. Yes, as a the United fact, States. I can, Stacy. And uh, hint, it's not Brad Kimberlin. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, John Hogue has been following all the legal shenanigans out of uh, uh, Kimberlin. Uh, explain <laughs> what Kimberlin was doing here. Oh, okay, Brett Kimberlin um, got into dealing drugs as a high school student. And uh, apparently was one of the major wholesalers of LSD in the Midwest by the time he was in his uh, late teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't get a he he was he was convicted, he, he was convicted of perjury in federal in court before he graduated <laughs> high school. No, you know, he was nineteen. No, oh, he was nineteen. Uh, he 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 uh, he was nineteen, uh, but uh, he. he uh, they got him. On, it was easier to get him on the perjury charge than the dealing charge. He had lied mm-hmm. before a grand jury, and mm-hmm. so he, before he turned twenty-one, he was a felon, um, mm-hmm. and then he became a major wholesaler uh, of uh, marijuana uh, and a, a, a drug the smoke. Famous Texas dope <laughs> drop. What, yeah. what did they call oh, it? Oh Lord! Uh, anyway, yeah, one of his. Uh, 
He got busted in South Texas when the uh, DC-4 that was flying in dope uh, uh, had trouble and had to throw the stuff overboard and didn't land where he was expected to. And uh, he got busted by the narcs and wound up pleading guilty to that. So he's at that. So at that point, he's a convicted uh, perjurer and has uh, pleaded guilty to dope smuggling. And he's uh, basically uh, I'm not going to go into other reasons why he engaged in a, a set of serial bombings, but he um. got caught. Uh, uh, trying to, to impress the U.S. seal. It was yeah. It was, well, yeah. He, got, he, he got caught when he was trying to get some uh, uh, DOT uh, driver's licenses and other stuff to forge at a print shop. Scout uh, uniform. Uh, he looked pretty silly. There's no getting around that one. Anyway, he 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 wound up with a, with a total sentence of roughly 51 years. And for bombing, he, for, for he's bom a bomber. For for serial bombing, possession of explosives by a, a felon, impersonating a federal officer, illegal possession of the uh, seal of the president of the United States, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, then added to the. Isn't drug he the only person ever convicted <laughs> of the of forging yeah. the presidential seal? Yes, uh, the seal of the United States. Yeah, what, what, I got. I had to kind. Of, I don't think anybody else has ever been that quite that silly. Well, he also, but yeah, but but so he uh, also then. Um, you know, the, 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 he's also, he was convicted just before the truth and sentencing law went in. So mm. he was, he was eligible for parole. Uh, and uh, he, so he's, as near as I can tell, the only serial bomber who's ever been paroled. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it gives it gives Kaczynski hope. But, yeah, well, you, the Unabomber was actually a genius. Yeah, well, okay? but, but, I, I'll give him that a, a, a bad genius, but a genius. But 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 Kim, well, Kimberlin, while he was in jail uh, in, during the uh, uh, first election <laughs> uh, with uh, the, the first Bush presidency, claimed that he oh. was Dan Quayle's drug dealer. Oh. Uh, and he got that got him on NPR. Then he made the same claims again in '92, and that got him in Doonesbury. Mm. And eventually, he got uh, paroled uh, and uh, was out for a while, and, and lied on a mortgage application about his indebtedness because uh, huh. uh, he hadn't paid off any of his. Uh, uh, he, he he was uh, he had lost a case restitution uh, for restitution. And so he went back, they jerked his, they revoked his parole for two years. And when he got out four years later, uh, he uh, had uh, become famous again by suing the federal government because they wouldn't let him have an electric guitar in jail. Anyway, he became a. Uh, oh, wait. What about the lawsuit? Don't forget for the, the lawsuit for porn. insufficiently exciting porn. Yeah. Well, that was that was back when he was uh, uh, doing time in the 80s. Uh, that was his first Rico lawsuit. Oh, God. Anyway, How bored uh, can you get? How silly do you have to be? Brad well, Kimberlin. But anyways, he's trying it, to have his appeals. It, yeah. Anyway, uh, after all the nonsense he dealt with us for five or six years trying to sue us uh, for defamation for reporting about him, uh, mm. he 
then in 2018 started attacking his uh, Speedway bombing convictions on uh, oh. various specious grounds, and he lost in the federal district court in Indianapolis, and he lost in the Seventh Circuit, and on the 6th of January, there his uh, appeal was considered by the uh, uh, in the justices conference at the. Uh, uh, at Supreme Court, and on um, the following Monday, they denied his appeal. Yeah, I, I, I rejected. Yeah, yeah, I, I am looking. I actually, I am uh, looking at the uh, link here, and I believe that the um, uh, I, I believe I can see the words L O L. Anyways. There, but I, I'm sure they had a good laugh at this notorious felon. Well, well, when he his... well, when he started suing people because they were writing about him, I mean, this is, yeah. they should rename the Streisand effect to the Kimberlin effect. Yeah, because yeah. The, 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 a large section of the blogosphere basically blew up against him, uh, including mm -hmm. a, 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 a several people who operated under the uh, the name. Kimberlin unmasked mm -hmm. and uh, I, I grabbed one of uh, I grabbed they used to comment a lot at my blog I gr grabbed a lot of their uh, cartoons <coughs> uh, and one that they had put up about 10 years ago just really fit uh, uh, and it was the uh, 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 team Kimberlin post of the day today uh, the cartoonist head uh, headline did Brett have a bad week, and it's a picture of God <laughs> uh, in the wilderness uh, going, Trixie Quartzes with their rules and sanctions is we hates them forever. <laughs> and I had one commenter point out that uh, obviously that's Gollum, not uh, Brett, because Gollum's much taller. <laughs> <laughs> the diminutive pro se uh, pipsqueak. Vichuwawa. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, but the, but uh, the final score, uh, if, if you were keeping track at home, is United States 1, Brett Kimberlin, 0. So, A yeah. big fat. Zero. And, and and the interesting thing about Brett Kimberlin is he managed to do all of this mostly in Indiana with a, a few brief diversions to Texas. Mm. On the other hand, crazy people are all over California, mm. Stacey, and crazy oh, people are dangerous. Yes, the headline right now at the top of my post, the next California mm. disaster whereby I violate... Rule five, uh, and, you know, rule five of uh, how to get a million hits on your blog is uh, that everybody loves a pretty girl. <laughs> and, and I lead this post with two pictures of California Democrats. Mm. Well, uh, let me put it to you this way. If, if, if uh, the, the competition of beauty. Mm. Uh, I don't. Was, think, I don't think this is who the Beach was, Boys were singing about. Yeah, no. Yeah, I wish no. they all could be California girls. But if if if, if there was a playoffs to get to the <sighs> to the uh, beauty uh, contest, uh, Barbara Lee and Katie Porter would have been, <laughs> would have not made the playoffs. Okay, and they would have. They they might be trailing in the last. Uh, their division, Barbara Lee and Katie Porter. Anyways, if it's not earthquakes, it's pandemics. If it's not droughts, it's floods. Mm. 
But if there aren't any natural disasters in California, there's always the political variety in the Democrat-controlled states. And rumblings of a new Democrat-inflicted catastrophe can be heard now that Senator Dianne Feinstein is rumored to be retiring, leaving the seat up for grabs in 2024. Mm. Uh, um Two years ago, in August 2020, uh, when uh, Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris, who was then the senator from California, having been appointed to fill um, Boxer's seat, was yeah. Uh, I've, and, and, you know, it's just the thing. No, unfortunately, she actually was elected. I, I wish she hadn't been. But um, when Barbara Boxer chose to retire, um, it, it, Kamala Harris, it, it was a dead. It was a oh, God, I remember this. This was the first jungle primary I've ever had to vote in. And I was furious. Um, but for decades, by the way, but for decades. Uh, California yeah. had two female senators, mm-hmm. both of whom were Jewish, by the way, right? Barbara Boxer and uh, Diane Feinstein. And nobody, nobody would have dared say, well, what about the 50% of the population of California that's male <laughs> or the 98% of the population that's not Jewish, right? But why why Jewish these two Jewish women as senators? I'm not being anti-Semitic. They're both from the Bay Area, too. Um, And, okay, Dianne Feinstein actually did make her bones as mayor of San Francisco. And I have some good things to say about her from then. She was a competent mayor. Yeah, but Barbara Boxer, oh, that woman. Away. Yeah, the her, her Homer in County thing was a joke. Oh, she was just, she just, ah, uh, I, how stupid can you be? Sorry, well, don't get me started. I mean, you're on a these Democrat lists. from California. Let me get back to the story here because <laughs> I believe the clock is ticking. It is. So, uh, Biden picked Harris and oh. California Governor Gavin Newsom. Appointed California Secretary of State Alex Padilla to fill the remainder of Harris's term. Okay. Uh, And California is 40% Hispanic, so having their first Hispanic senator makes sense to me, right? At least it's it's good politics, potentially. Yeah. But because Kamala Harris is allegedly black, anyways. Uh, some black leaders wanted another black woman to replace Harris. And, and uh, they called this, uh, the appointment of Padilla, a real blow to the African-American community. Ugh. Well, long story short, with Weinstein retiring, Katie Porter has already announced. <laughs> uh, and uh, now Barbara Lee, one of the worst members of Congress, mm. and, and if you look at how bad Congress is, that's, That's a, a, a lot. Competition. Uh, so now they're going to be fighting it out while Gavin Newsom is rumored to be gearing up for a presidential run. So he can say, just look at how wonderful my state is while they're all at each other's throats out there in California. But I hear the boogie woogie in the background, which tells me that it's time uh, we're reaching the end of the other podcast, so we will be back next Saturday night at our usual time, 7 p.m. Eastern, 
and hope everyone will join us. Thank you for joining us, Diane. I'm always, uh, Diana. I said, Diane. Well, you did. Diana. You did. All right. Y'all be good. Good night, Diane. We'll try. Good night, Stacey. See you guys good next night, week. Stacey. Bye-bye. I keep going down. Mr. Briggs.